Welcome back, everybody. This is episode eight of the SNS Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sal Marth, my co-host. Samuel Gus. Today's episode, we're going to be recapping uh, the Super Wild Card Weekend, and then we're going to do our little score predictions for uh, the next round, divisional round, correct? Divisional round. Uh, our normal Steelers talk, we're going to run a mock draft, get some NBA talk in, and then round it out with the... Uh, NBA weekly games to watch, look out for. Excuse me, sorry. So, without further ado, let's get into it. All right, now for our first segment, we're gonna recap Wild Card Weekend's games. With the the first game we had on the Saturday was the Bengals versus the Raiders. The Bengals obviously won and got their first postseason win in. Since 1991, it was a good game, but I think the, the refs had some did some mistakes or did a major mistake. So I picked the Bengals to win this game. Yeah, I had the Raiders, but I mean they made a pretty decent comeback at the end, but it just wasn't enough. Um, I feel like they definitely got robbed off of uh, Joe Burr's, uh touchdown pass that they blew dead, but just gave him the touchdown anyway. Um, I'm sorry, Joe, uh, Joe Shiesty's that guy. He's just that dude. Um, I love watching him play. Um, I'm a Steeler fan, and I like watching Joe Burrow play. That guy can sling the ball. Um, so it was an impressive win for me from Bengals, but I was more impressed with the Raiders keeping up with them. All right, the next Saturday game was the – Buffalo Bills versus New England Patriots. The Bills obviously won that game. They blew out the Patriots. I picked the Bills to win that game anyway. It was really not much of a game once the Bills kept scoring every time. Yeah, Bills, uh, I think first team in the postseason to have a perfect Well, I think they scored six total on their drive. They were like they had six. a perfect they never punted the ball. Perfect mm-hmm. game. Josh Allen, five touchdown passes and zero interceptions. First uh, QB in Buffalo history to do that. Um, I did pick the Buffalo Bills. Um, I told you don't be surprised if the Patriots win, but they, were, they weren't even close. So, interesting game. Um, but, yeah, Josh Allen, he was eating. All right. So, now we're on to the Sunday games. We had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I picked the Bucs to win. It was no surprise. The Eagles kind of looked like they didn't have a chance at all. I mean, the final score was 31 to 15. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I can't remember how many times the Eagles punted that game. But, yeah, I picked the Buccaneers to win that game anyway. I also had the Bucs, but, um, you know, Tom Brady is Tom Brady in the postseason, like we said. You know, you can't pick against him right now. Well, yeah, he – they showed a little graphic on the screen. I, they showed Brady has a total of 34 postseason victories, and then compared to all the other QBs that played on Wild Card Weekend, they only had 26. Hmm. Um. Mike Evans, first uh, player in Tampa Bay history with 100 uh, receiving yards and uh, one touchdown in a playoff game. 
one plus touchdowns, receiving touchdowns in a playoff game. Uh, pretty interesting game. Uh, it's a good game for the Bucks, of course. Eagles, fortunately, you know, had to pack their bags and head home early. Um, it was a good season by them, though. Uh, I can't I can't say that they didn't put up a really good season. Well, yeah, the the twenty twenty season they went four and eleven, I think. Hired a new coach, got rid of Carson Wentz, and like, came you know, back and got a nine and eight season. Yeah, so good uh, good turnaround. Um, they have a really good developing team over there, and they had a really good run game too. Next game was uh, the 49ers and Cowboys. I obviously chose the 49ers. And I picked the Cowboys, and they lost. Could never pick the Cowboys in the postseason. They suck. Um, like I said, uh, Cowboys are frauds. I never said this, actually. So, anyway. They stink. They're frauds. Uh, Dak Prescott is just a, a regular season quarterback. And Ezekiel Elliott's. A good running back, but in the postseason, it looked like he does anything. 49ers just, you know, they went to the Super Bowl not that long. Like, they went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Obviously, they had injuries last year. so they... Yeah, but they kept giving Dallas the game. Like, exactly. Like, here you go. They, like, Jimmy G screwing, screwing crap up. Um, But I got to say, man, Debo Samuel is a dog. That guy is insane. Um, They were, like, not reports that, you know, he said he went up to Coach uh, – um, Kyle Shanahan, right? Yeah. Went up to Kyle Shanahan. He was like, give me the ball. And gave him the ball, and he ran it in. Um, Looked like he was running in the traffic and getting to get tackled. But, you know, he followed his blockers and went to the end zone. It was a pretty beautiful run. But, uh, yeah, Cowboys just can't figure out how to close games out. And that's probably that's one of the biggest issues with them not being able to win. Because they had a chance. And they just weren't able to do it. And then the stupidity, you know what I mean? Like the stupidity that they put the ball down instead of giving it to the ref because the ref has touched the ball first before you know you yeah. can play it. And, and they then built they run a line. The ref, the ref runs right into the back of the line, man. Yeah, because they built a freaking lineup. You know what I mean? Like it was just stupid. So that's the takeaway. Next game was uh, not one that we were fans of. Uh, the Chiefs, you know, had to be a little bunch of bragging pantses, and they had to come in, and, you know, Tyreek Hill had to grab the cheerleader pom-poms and start dancing yeah, around. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why he been, doesn't. I don't know why he doesn't have a taunting That should have been, yeah, taunting be, penalty or an excessive celebration. I mean, they were just being jag-offs. Um, Kelsey, first player in NFL history with a passing touchdown and receiving touchdown and 100 yards receiving in a playoff game. Um. Kelsey's a dog. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't like the Chiefs at all, but I have to tip my cap to Travis Kelsey. But you know, George Kittle's better than him, though. So sorry about it. Uh, that was like a forty-two to twenty-one, not even close. Ben's last NFL game ever, um, and they wouldn't even let him get a touchdown to end the game. No, yeah, that's a jerk move right there. I understand they're trying to like just block, make sure they don't score, but man, come on, it was like what? 11 seconds 11 left. seconds. He couldn't, let, yeah, he couldn't let Pat Fryermuth just walk in. No, ben Roethlisberger. It, it was Pat Fryermuth. It was Pat Fryermuth. I remember it. I thought it was 81. Was I thought it was Zach Gentry. It was Pat Fryermuth. Uh, and then the last game was the Cardinals at Rams. Uh, the Cardinals got the doors beat off of them. Yeah. OBJ got his first. Uh, we both picked the Rams, too. OBJ um, got his first postseason touchdown. 
Matt Stafford got his first career postseason after win. 186 starts. They said so. I mean, things are looking brighter in LA, but who's to say that they are uh, going to stay that way? Um, so transitioning from the uh, playoff recap, the Super Wild Card weekend recap. We're going to start off with the divisional round uh, score predictions, starting off with the Saturday games. Bengals at the Titans. Okay, so here's the scenario. Derrick Henry's back. Give me King Henry all day, every day. Give me the Titans. If he is still injured and he does not make it back, because, you know, um, J.J. Watt made it back and Juju Smith-Schuster last week, and we were hearing about J.J. Watt, but we weren't really hearing about Juju, uh, if Derrick Henry's back, which I haven't really heard any reports about him coming back yet, and it's Thursday, if he comes back, give me the Titans. But if he doesn't, give me the Bengals. I think Joe Burr gets this job done, takes him to the AFC Championship. Dude's dude's balling. Jamar Chase and uh, Joe Burrow didn't shy out of the light. You know, his first playoff game, they look good. All right, well, here's my explanation. I have the Titans wearing this is for the reason what you mentioned, Derrick Henry being back. And I, I think it was sometime this week Derrick Henry was in a press conference. And usually it's when they do like those press conferences, it means they're either coming back from an injury or they're going to play or they're coming back. But I have the Titans winning this game. So you're saying Derrick Henry's out, you take the Bengals? Yeah. Yeah, if Derrick okay. Henry's out, give me the Bengals. But if he's back, just give me the Titans winning. Okay, so we'll keep this. That one will be the same. All right, next game is Packers versus 49ers. I have the Packers winning this game. I just think who's going to stop Aaron Rodgers? Okay, here you go, Mr. with the 49ers. I think Badman bites the dust. I think the Niners get this job done. Um, Yeah, they got Packers and the 49ers. I mean, they have incredible coaching, incredible, uh, you know, team. Well, the funny thing is, I think they posted – on ESPN, they put up this graphic. Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay, and Kyle Shannon, they were all on a coaching staff. Washington. And Washington in yeah. 2013 together. Now they all now they all are head coaches for and their teams are moving on right now. They're mm-hmm. all they're all still in it. Uh yeah, I'd have to I'm I'm taking the 49ers just because, you know, I think that they're they're heated up. Um I mean, Packers been off for a game and a half. So I think, you know, if the 49ers can get a good start to the game, get points up let them, you know, have to deal with the defense. And it's a lot of Nick Bosa, too. Um, well, if he's out of the protocol, though. If he's out of the protocol, but like what I'm saying, like if he's healthy, that could change a lot of things. Because the Niners have had a really uh, quiet, quietly good defense. People haven't really been talking about it since uh, their, their uh, stint two years ago. And then – Jimmy G just needs to clean up his play, and they need to use Debo Samuel more, get George Kittle active more. They can get the job done. I mean, That's it's, what it's I was not impossible. Is, was George Kittle – did George Kittle get any catches that playoff game? I'm not 100% sure. Ooh, excuse me. All right, the next game is the Rams at Bucks. I have the Buccaneers one. The Rams look good, but – 
don't know who's going to stop the Buccaneers. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. That's all you need to know. Mike Evans. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And they might get Leonard Fournette back. So. Leonard Fournette said he's going to be back. I'm like, Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> I forget what injury. What, what, what did he have? What injury? He had a foot injury. Foot injury? So, we'll see. Um, that should be an interesting um, game. I definitely think it'll be a good one, but I could see the Rams getting the, the win. Um, yeah. I could see it. Just like the Packers. I mean, I'm I'm pulling for the 49ers for the upset, but I could see the Packers easily just walk Well, if in. the 49ers beat the Packers, I could see the Aaron Rodgers to the Steelers. Oh, he's out. He's done. Out. He's done. If he wins the Super Bowl, though, there, I think – you know, we could see. Yeah, we could see the tone change. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, I think you know this is a winnable game for the Rams. But Tom Brady, it's postseason. This guy figures ga- figures ways to win. So I can't I can't hate on it. Then our last game is a Sunday night game. It's a rematch of the AFC Championship last year. It's the Bills at Chiefs. I am taking the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I'm I think, going the opposite. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. I think, you know, the Bills have a chip on their shoulder from last season. It's kind of like, you know, Ohio State and Clemson game a couple years back. Um, you know, they uh, they won uh, they won the championship game, and Stephon Diggs obviously stood out there and watched them celebrate it. I think, he, you know, he's going to try to have a really good game and be active. And you know these two, both of these teams are coming off of really good offensive mm-hmm. games. They they're both they both scored over forty points. I mean, the Bills were hitting nonstop, and then the Chiefs. You know, they just started being Jags. But um, <laughs> yep, they were Jags. I'm taking right. I'm taking the Bills because I'm done with the freaking Chiefs. I'm done seeing the red. I'm done seeing them in the you know postseason. I'm the, I'm staying with you. I'm tired of seeing the same teams in the Super Bowl every year. Yeah, I don't want to see the Bucks and the freaking Chiefs again. I mean, it, I feel like that's what we're leaning towards. I feel like we're gonna be. I don't leaning know. We towards could see. We could see the Packers. We the could be. Bucks. We could see. We could see Joe Brr in the in the in the uh, Super Bowl. I mean, at that point, call me a call me a fake Steeler fan, whatever. I would just I would root for him just because Joe Burrow. See Joe Burrow get that ring second year in, but that'd be very terrifying. The AFC North. Yeah, yeah. I think you know the the Ravens have settled down, but they've they dealt with a lot of injuries this year. So we'll see who their real identity is next year. Um, you know, people have been saying the Steelers are a quarterback away. Uh, that's completely false. They are. They need a bunch of stuff. They need. They need, they offensive need a line. Linemen, need, um, defensive line. Defensive help. line. Corner. Cornerback help. Linebacker depth. They need everything. Uh, maybe another receiver too. They need two receivers. Yeah, Juju might come back though. I do. I do have to give Juju a lot of credit for coming out this last game. I mean, it shows how much heart he has. You know, he could have just not played. Like yeah. that was an option. He could have went into you know, what if he gets injured and blows his arm out and can't play yeah. next year? He's a free agent. So you know, you got to tip tip the cap to tip the cap to that guy. So, you know, we appreciate Well, he has mentioned several times where he wants to be back here for four more years. He wants a four-year deal, and the Steelers have the money for it. So I just don't – but it depends on the price range, though, because you have to remember Minka's 
Fitzpatrick's extension still has to come. Uh, it, it's possible if they want to uh, do Joe Hayden again. And they have to do offensive line, like if, if spend some money to do the offense. Because if they, if, if they go out and they spend a crap ton of money on offensive linemen, then you could see them going for quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it should be interesting. Um, I think, you know, the Steelers, you know, they had a good season. Uh, it was not great. It was one of those, you know, weird ones. You, you kind of like, how the hell did we get here? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, starting off uh, one and three, rookie running back, rookie tight end, um, uh, a brand new O-line, an aging washed, in quotation marks, quarterback, no defense, Injuries galore. No run well, defense. The, the, yeah, the run defense was hurt by Tyson Alawal and, and Stephon to it yeah. not being here. And they still made it to the postseason over the Chargers, the, the number one running back in the league, um, one of the best young rookie, uh, you know, not rookie, young quarterbacks in the league, and they still beat him out and got into the postseason. Which, which was pretty incredible, and the Raiders made it over them guys too, and they had they had likewise season, you know, one of those like ones like oh what the heck are they doing here? So I have to give again I'm giving huge uh, kudos to the Ra- the Raiders. They had a really good season last year. It could have been a lot worse, but they made it and they fought pretty closely. The Bengals. Um, I think the Steelers uh, definitely. Get you know Stefan to it, Tyson Alawalu back. That makes a huge help. But you got to think they're going to need some depth behind those guys. Well, here's a proposal. How about if say Stefan to it? Uh, you don't know what his health is. Say they do a trade with some team, like get like a second round pick or something from somebody. I don't know. Him. I don't know. Um, hopefully Devin Bush comes back a lot stronger this next year than he did this year. Um, a lot of people have been saying, you know, that ACL injury wasn't going to be as explosive. Um, which I mean, I kind of saw some, you know. You saw some Spreads. signs there. Like in his last game, he was starting to come back to, you know, Devin Bush we saw who was picking off the Ravens and making these incredible plays. He was really good. Um, and then, you know, that injury definitely shook him up. And then they were talking about, you know, possibly having Zach Banner back on the line and then getting depth behind him. Which, I mean, I guess I could see them trying to take a precautionary measure with Zach Banner. Yeah, because the ACLs usually take a while. And he's bigger than Devin Bush. Like, that's a heavy guy on that, you know, on his knee and whatever. Mm-hmm. So Especially the position they got to get in. They got to get in like these. They got to get down like a squat position. Yeah, and then he's got obviously more weight and then... So they've been putting him on special teams, I believe. 
I saw him in for a couple plays for special teams, which is good. Getting back in like you know playing motion. So hopefully we see Zach Banner back because, like I said, he did win. He won that last year. He won the starting job, and then obviously had a season-ending injury. Ending injury. Robert Spillane, he's been interesting. He's good at run. He's horrible he's good at, at run. Ru- he's horrible good at, pass. at run stoppage, but bad at pass coverage because you can just see other teams burning them. Yeah, just when they see him and they just kind of throw it. Yeah, it's kind. Of, hopefully, um, you know, Devin Bush comes back better this year, and then. On top of that, the Steelers said that they don't want to go after one of the high-profile um, quarterbacks this year. And Yeah, they, they want to look at the draft. They would be looking at the draft, um, which we will be having a mock draft, so we'll talk about that in a little bit here. Um, they want to look at the draft, but they also said, which I've been saying, they're going to give Mason Rudolph a chance. But they're also going to give uh, Dwayne, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, and if they were to draft a rookie quarterback, the rookie quarterback as well, it'd be an open competition um, for the QB spot. Um, Mike Tomlin's come apparently loves uh, Dwayne Haskins, so who knows if we see Dwayne Haskins, uh, Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, uh, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, yeah. Who knows? Sam Howe. Who knows? And maybe they go out and get Jimmy G because apparently the uh, 49ers are going to start Trey Lance next year. So okay, he's going to be That's the up. one guy I don't want. I don't want Jimmy G because of what he did in that Cowboys 49ers game overthrowing dudes. <laughs> he's inconsistent. Very inconsistent. But, you know, he's one of those serviceable quarterbacks. Like he'll move an offense. But obviously, you know, Debo Samuel, that offense runs basically through him, kind of. And George Kittle, that's a... Nah, it, it was a little more uh, Debo Samuel this year. Debo Samuel's definitely been impactful. Um, and then, who knows? I mean, obviously, they could have a chance of getting Marcus Mariota. But I feel like they would want to keep it an open competition if they were to do that. It's a cheap mm-hmm. quarterback. You never know what you could get. Look. Um, Free agency, agency for quarterbacks aren't that good this year. Nah, not really. I mean, there's just like the lower profile. I mean, you have Jameis Winston, Marcus Maria, Mitchell Trubisky, Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater. Teddy Two Gloves. I think I saw those. You know, there's a couple more like Cam Newton and all them. No, <laughs> not like that. Maybe. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick too. Yeah, he'd be an interesting one. I feel like he's but he, he's also what about Tyrod Taylor? He yeah, he's a free Tyrod agent Taylor would be an interesting one. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick's thirty nine. Yeah, I feel like he he's on his way out sooner or later. You know, he can go start somewhere on like a contending team and then just go in and play some snaps if he's needed. Yeah, just to get into a Super Bowl, kind of like you know Frank Gore was. No, not Frank Gore. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Gore is freaking boxing Darren Williams. Didn't he lose too? I think so. Okay, now we're getting off topic. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. All right. Well, that'll conclude our, our little Steeler talk for the week.
Um, for last week's score predictions, though, me and Samuel both went four or six. We went split, splitsy. So hopefully, we got a wider margin for uh, either another dang tie or a, to be completely different from each other. Because I have faith in the Bills, but the 49ers might lose that one. I don't have that much faith in the 49ers. <laughs> but I did pick them, though. I do think, you know, they could get it done. But. All right, yeah, but I'll conclude our Steeler talk slash score predictions and recaps or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so next uh, we're going to be doing our second official uh, mock draft. This is end of regular season. Um, so, Samuel, you want to start off? All right. For our for the first overall pick, we I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Evan Neal, offensive tackle out of Alabama. This is just to give Joe or Trevor Lawrence some protection. Like, and also it gives the Jaguars like a franchise tackle. Because two of their tackles are free. Or they're starting right tack left tackle is a free agent after this year. Or this year in the this off season. All right, with the second overall pick, I have the Detroit Lions selecting edge rusher Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. Um, why not uh, make a horrible team's defense a little better with this great dude who's freaking animal? Um, Are you keeping the Michigan kid home, too? Ugh. Yeah, but, I mean, it's a good pick for the Lions. It's, it's a no-brainer. Well, well, this guy's the best in the class. So, might as well, you know, take him, try to improve your uh, defense, especially since uh, last time they had, like, a high pick and they went with they went Jeff with, Akuda. He hasn't even played a – He hasn't even been good when he was playing. So, yeah. I have to say, Aiden Hutchinson, he's a safe pick. Uh, he could be, like, a Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. Um Chase Young, one of them guys, dominant edge rusher. So, good pick for the Detroit Lions. He'll be there for a while, too, if they pay him well enough. All right, with the third overall pick, I have the Houston Texans selecting Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge rusher out of Oregon. Okay, I have the uh, New York Jets. With the fourth overall pick, I have the New York Jets selecting Kyle Hamilton safety out of Notre Dame. Um, Marcus May is leaving. Marcus May is most likely not going to return to the Jets, and that's their safety. So why not get a younger, better safety? And uh, you know they got plenty of picks like around this area, so it'd be a super wise decision to make. And why not pull the trigger on it? All right, with the fifth overall pick, I have the New York Giants selecting Charles Cross, offensive tackle, out of. Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. This is the same reason with Trevor, like I did for the Jaguars for Trevor for Trevor Lawrence, getting him some protection. This is the same for the Giants. Give Daniel Jones one more year, give him some protection, and then see how he does. Okay, with the sixth overall pick, I have the Carolina Panthers selecting Akeem Aguanu, offensive tackle out of NC State. Um, why not strengthen their O-line with one of those really good offensive tackle guys? 
keep up whoever they're going to have at quarterback. Most likely Sam Darnold because they still have to they have to pay him. They have picked up his fifth year option, so technically they have, we have to pay him anyway. Oh, All right, that's their the, problem. With the seventh overall pick, I have the New York Giants selecting Tyler Linderbaum, center from Iowa. Uh, they're it's just to give him more like like protection, offensive line protection. Plus, I don't even think they have a current center in there. So, this will help fill their offensive line needs. That'll be a young offensive line. With the eighth overall pick, the Atlanta Falcons will select, well, I have them selecting, Derek Stinger Jr., cornerback, LSU. Um, Atlanta's defense was a little better. It still needs a lot of help. Yeah, AJ Terrell stepped up. Be a great pick for them. To help. All right, all right. With the ninth overall pick, we have our first quarterback coming off the board. With the ninth overall pick, I have the Denver Broncos selecting Matt Corral, quarterback out of Ole Miss. They uh, the Broncos get the quarterback of their future instead of having Drew Locke. Being there all the time. Who proved he can be a serviceable backup quarterback. But couldn't who knows what Teddy Bridgewater will go next. <laughs> the journeyman. Yeah. Alright, with the tenth overall pick via Seattle, the uh, New York Jets are gonna select what well, we'll have them selecting. Ahmad Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati. Again, helping their defense. Um a lot of young guys to – well, now with these two picks to help, uh, you know, get their defense uh, back up because defense wins games. I mean, you can have a, a decent offense and still win games if you have a good defense. I think, you know, Steelers and all that. <laughs> they all did right. that. With the 11th overall pick, I have the Washington football team selecting Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Uh, this just gives uh, – I, I, I picked the wide receiver because I feel like the football team should give Taylor Heineke one more year, but then surround him with playmakers, makers. So I gave him Chris Olave with the 11th pick. Uh, with the 12th pick, I have the Minnesota Vikings selecting George Kalofilis, Karlofilis. Edge uh, from Purdue University. Let's get your defense back. All right. With the 13th overall pick, I have the Cleveland Browns selecting David Ojabo, edge rusher out of Michigan. This is because Jadavion Clowney was there for a one-year deal. So just if they don't bring him back, put Ojabo in, and there you go. With the 14th pick, I have the Baltimore Ravens selecting Garrett Wilson, wide receiver out of Ohio State. I hate this so much. I don't want this to ever happen. But you got to think. Sammy Watkins was on a one-year deal, technically. Sammy Watkins is on a one-year deal. Um, who knows what's going on with uh, Rashad Bateman. Um, and then Marquise Brown's a serviceable wide receiver, too, but he hasn't really cemented himself. 
and they've been looking at people to get in free agency. But say the free agency luck doesn't work, why not get a young dominant receiver like Garrett Wilson fit perfectly in, even though Lamar runs the ball all the time. You know, get his four running backs that were injured back. So, I don't know. This could be a smart pick, but I think he'll go earlier. Yeah. All right. With the 15th overall pick, Viva Miami, the Philadelphia, I have the Philadelphia Eagles selecting Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. Uh, Steven Nelson, who they brought in for Viva Free Agent, he was only on a one-year deal. So, I have them taking McDuffie to fill – that other cornerback spot next to Darius Slay. That's a good pick. The 16th overall pick via Indianapolis. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to select wide receiver Jamison Williams uh, out of Alabama. I mean, you have Jalen Hurts. Jalen Rager's been a bust. Jalen Rager has been very horrible, but if – um, and so is that other receiver they drafted, that J.J. Arcega Whiteside. He's been terrible. Uh, Devontae Smith's only been the, the only guy catching, proving himself. Why not add another good receiver to uh, who's he's familiar with because Alabama teammates and we've seen college connections work. Uh, Jamison Williams did not play with Jalen Hurts, though, at Alabama. Did I say Jalen Hurts or did I say – uh, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith did I said play. De- I said Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith did play with Jalen Hurts at Alabama. No, I'm talking about Jamison Williams. I'm talking uh, about him and Devontae Smith playing together. Ah. Uh, I didn't know if they – the other two. This is from the Carson Wentz trade. So mm-hmm. They had a pretty decent season. They were above 500. Um, but give them more reception depth to help out their young guy behind their line. All right, with the 17th overall pick, I have the L.A. Chargers selecting Drake London, wide receiver out of LSH, or USC. Uh, this is to give Justin – this is like a Mike Williams replacement because if he doesn't come back, he can slot into his position. Uh, with the 18th overall pick, I have the New Orleans Saints selecting linebacker Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Um, they have a pretty good defense, but didn't they lose last year? Um, what's his got? What's his name? What's his name? Alex plays for Cincinnati now. Uh, I don't think he's a Trey linebacker Henderson. though. He's an edge, right? Yeah. Well, they lost that guy, and he's been playing pretty well. But I mean, this could help them get their defense a little better. They have a really good defense, but why not? Uplift it, and I think this would be a good thing. Or I could see them going receiver um, just because they're very depleted mm-hmm. at that position. And I think they could have made the postseason if Jameis, Jameis Winston was back. Winston was back. Yeah. All right, with the 19th overall pick, I have the Philadelphia Eagles selecting the Kobe Dean linebacker out of Georgia. This just helps the linebacker group for the Eagles because I feel like some of their guys are starting to get older. So, bring in Nadine, and he can play. He's a good player. He can rush the passer. He can play in coverage and everything. 20th overall pick, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of the University of Pitt. Uh, Bad Oxford. 
Ben, ben Roethlisberger retired. Um, he just have to, you know, move his stuff into uh, a locker permanently. <laughs> he's practiced the same facility, so he's not going far. Maybe just get a bigger house. Uh, upgrade his apartment. Upgrade his apartment, yeah. <laughs> Maybe get a new car, too. Join the Pittsburgh Steelers. Play at your same workplace. Whatever. Um, I think play this the is, same the city you're familiar with. Yep. I mean, this is this makes perfect sense. I mean, like I said, familiar with all of the city, but Steelers the they need city. quarterback. They've done a lot of homework on him because they can see him. In they the have a facility. lot of accent. Yeah, they have a lot of access to seeing him in the facility. They've been studying for a while. Um, I don't think he's going to fall this low, but if he was, this is a great pick for the Steelers. Kind of like when uh, Najee Harris was expected to go higher last and he year, fell to and us. he fell to us. And this is one of those picks that I was like, "Don't, don't, don't not take him." And Najee Harris, a twelve hundred yard rushing season. Uh huh. Well, us Steelers fans, especially me, I always like pay attention who do the Steelers talk to. I like the combine and at the pro days, and at. The senior bowl, because usually you can kind of get a sense of who the Steelers are trying to take, who they're going to take, take with who they talk to, who they bring in, and all that. All right, with the 21st overall pick, I have the New England Patriots selecting Traylon Burks. Uh, to me, for the Patriots, I just think the Nikhil Harry, like, project should be done release him and then put Traylon Burks and there you have your your big body receiver to help Mac Jones out okay with the 22nd overall pick I have the Las Vegas Raiders selecting Kenyon Green uh O-lineman from the University of Texas A&M um they just got Alex Leatherwood uh this this last draft, good, not great, but I feel like this is another uh, piece to help their O-line, keep uh, Derek Carr, whoever's going to be playing quarterback over there next year. Um, up. Well, they're getting a new head coach, too, and new GM, so. They, the, the players want who, – who is their intern? Uh, Rich Bussina, I think it's how it's pronounced. They liked him. They want him to, you know, take over a head coach position, but yeah, you know, Raiders are stubborn and stupid and they'll make Well Jim Harbaugh apparently is the top head coaching candidate for them. I mean, if they want a big name, that's all it is, just a big name. Go right ahead. But I mean this guy kept afloat what was a sinking ship. Mm-hmm. I mean, this makes total sense. The players love him. So the why, players want him to stay. Exactly. So why be stupid and go somewhere else? So whatever. They're, they're just idiots. Uh, I have never seen them make a smart decision in my life. All right. With the 23rd overall pick, I have the Arizona Cardinals selecting Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback out of Clemson. This just helps share up the cornerback room for the Cardinals. Okay, with the 24th overall pick, I have the Dallas Cowboys selecting wide receiver. Hold on, I'm going to. Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson out of Penn State. Penn State. 
Penn State, right? Yeah. Why does it say Auburn? That makes no sense. Auburn. Supposed to wide receiver, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is if Michael Gallup leaves. Um, if they sign him back, I don't see him doing this. Um, but if Michael Gallup does leave, he was a pretty big part of their offense a couple of years ago. But you know, it's just been inconsistent. So why not get a young, uh, fresh face? Uh, I mean, him and um, CD Lamb. Him, CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, and then obviously the little Penn State connection with uh, Michael Parsons. Be a smart idea. All right, with twenty fourth overall or twenty fifth overall pick, I have the Cincinnati Bengals selecting Trevor Penning, offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. This gives Joe Burrow the protection Joe he, he needs. Okay, with the twenty uh, sixth pick via San Francisco, the Miami uh, Dolphins are going to select Kr Elam. I just butchered his name. <laughs> Cornerback out of uh, Florida. It's pronounced Kair Elam. Kair Elam. Okay. Cornerback uh, from uh, Florida. I think this is a good pick for their uh, defense. And who knows if – I know they've been having some trouble cornerbacks. Who they got over there? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Xavier Howard. Didn't he want to, like, get out of there? Yeah, he wanted yeah, to exactly. trade. Exactly. So, if he does get traded – be a great young start to that defense this is really good. Uh, but, you know, All Dolphins right. are another dumb franchise. All right. With 27th overall pick, I have the Buffalo Bills selecting Devontae Wyatt, D lineman from Georgia. This just shores up uh, the Bills' defensive line behind Ed Oliver. Oliver, because I think – I don't know what they're – current D tackle situation is, but I just feel like this guy could serve, help behind the, give them depth. Okay. 28th overall pick via Los Angeles Rams. I have the Detroit Lions selecting Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati uh, quarterback from Cincinnati. I think, you know, Dan Campbell, um, they want their quarterback of the future because Jared, Jared Goff, Goff is really, Jared Goofball Goff isn't really the answer. Um, I think you know they'll keep him in the beginning. You know, like, kind of like Andy Dalton was. Well, they'll, they'll let like Desmond Ritter sit behind Goff, learn, and then and then when they think he's ready, they're ready then to implant him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great decision for Dan Campbell to grow with uh, Desmond Ritter, and I think he could be a very serviceable future uh, star. Um, and then Amora St. Brown, he's been playing Armin really Raw. Armin Raw, excuse me, I didn't pronounce it right. He's been playing really well, too. So they could have a really dominant young offensive line. Uh, what that? Panay Suel. Swift. Uh, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. He got drafted last year, right? Or two years ago. No. Nope. No, last year. Yeah, yeah, last year. So you got to think like Desmond Ritter, DeAndre Swift, and Amora St. Brown. Amon Raw. Amon Raw. Excuse me. That's a young. That's a young offensive squad. There could be a dominant one too if it meshes together the right way. I think it's a smart idea. But uh, well, yeah. other quarterbacks I could see Detroit taking is Sam Howell. He's a quarterback from North Carolina that we don't have listed. 
Uh, quarterbacks for the Steelers, we could see them looking at this Desmond Ruhr, Sam Howell, Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, Carson Strong, Bailey. Z- I'm probably going to butcher his last name, Zap, the Western Kentucky QB. I mean, those are some QBs the Steelers could look at. Malik Willis. Willis is another. All right, we got off topic now. With 29th overall pick, I have the Kansas City Chiefs selecting Daxton Hill, safety out of Michigan. Uh, Tyron Matthew might leave them, so this just gives the Chiefs a young safety. I don't, I don't think I'll leave, though. 30th overall pick, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selecting Lewis. Sign, I think. Sign. Safety out of Georgia. Uh, their defense, obviously, was a little bit of the uh, the gray area compared to their offense. Uh, they look a lot more – they look a little more depleted on that side of the ball. I think be a good young guy to add in that. Well, they also could probably put him at corner because they need corner help. <laughs> So they could probably switch him to corner if they want to. Yeah. All right, with 31st overall pick, I have the Tennessee Titans selecting Sky Moore, wide receiver out of Western Michigan. Uh, This is just like a Julio Jones replacement because I don't know if Tennessee will keep him after this year. But, yeah, this is more like a – more like a – to Julio Jones replacement. Uh, With the 32nd and final pick of the first round, I have the Green Bay Packers selecting Arnold Inbeki. I think it's pronounced Inbekul. Inbeki or Inbekul Edge from uh, Penn State. So uh, it will help uh, their edge because they think they might cut that Preston Smith or something. Is Darius Smith? No, no. Preston Smith. I'm thinking one. of someone else, my bad. All right. That concludes our uh, NFL Mock Draft 2.0. Okay, for our final segments here, we're going to do our little NBA talk and then our weekly games to look out for. Okay, so first off, um, a couple nights ago, what was more impressive, the Joker's 49-point triple-double or Embiid's 50-piece? Who makes a better push for MVP? I say Jokic. Jokic is like holding it together, but yeah. Embiid's doing the same dang thing. Embiid, it's hard. Yeah, especially with Ben Simmons not being there. And when's Jamal Murray supposed to return? I thought, a couple, I thought he already returned. I didn't know he didn't return yet. I thought he's been playing. I don't know if he did. I mean, I saw a video. He's like rehabbing, and he's being—he's able to jump and dunk now. Let me see if there's like a set return. <laughs> Optimism exists that Michael Porter and Jamal Murray could return this season, so he might not even return this uh, season. Oh yeah, he might have had an injury or something that. 
Was this? I don't even remember what injury he had, but it must be. He had an ACL injury. That's interesting. He's been out for almost two years. No, it was late in the season last year. Yeah. Okay, then that. That's when he injured. Got injured. No. Yeah. Maybe it was. It was like mid-season. It was like mid-season. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Um. And then apparently the Lakers have been talking about possibly moving on from Frank Vogel. That's actually not a bad idea. To me, the thing with the Lakers, though, I think they need to find, like, get whatever they can for Russell Westbrook. I just don't think he kind of fits what, like, what LeBron wants to do. Like, LeBron wants to be like, okay, ball, okay, go. I feel like Russell Westbrook's like, okay, just me, 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 stats, 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 triple doubles, this and that, and not team first. Sound of Toronto. It'd be perfect in Toronto. I think Detroit. I don't know. Sounds Cade like Cunningham there? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Never mind. Cade's there. Oh, yeah, no, he could he possibly to... be pretty good in Philadelphia. No, nah, I hear Philadelphia probably wants De'Aaron Fox. Uh... That'd be a good pick, though. The Kings in Philadelphia wouldn't be a bad place to send uh, Russell Westbrook. Sacramento also wouldn't be a bad place either because you could do like a buddy heel Russell Westbrook swap. If I'm correct, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think the Lakers are literally just old. That's the reason they can't win. Well, yeah, they have what? Carmelo's 37. Carmelo, LeBron, AD, who's one of the younger guys, is injured and he has barely played. Dwight Howard. They used to have Rajon Rondo. Uh, Well, who's in their 30s? It's Carmelo. I know Carmelo and LeBron are obviously part of the 2003 draft class. So they're they're in their late 30s. Dwight Howard, I'm pretty sure, is in his late 30s. I mean, LeBron and Carmelo should be in their 37, if I'm correct. Because they're both in, what, their 18th season or 19th? Or maybe even 17th? Who? Uh, Carmelo and or Carmelo, LeBron and yeah, Carmelo and LeBron because they're they've probably... been in for and this is their nineteenth season. Yeah, because you're what nineteen? I'll be nineteen and yeah. So yeah, you've been they've been in the league as long as you've been alive. Yeah. And then the second oldest would be Dwight because Dwight's been in the league since oh, two thousand four. So he's been here for eighteen. Yeah, they're a very old team, and I just think that they're coached poorly, and it's a lot of like ball dominant players. That's mm-hmm. why like Russell, ball, no, you mean like ball, like give me ball, my ball, ball point, dominant, point, like give me points, me, I want points, my. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think you know, Russ Westbrook, you know, kind of like what I've been saying about Anthony Davis, is uh, sell high, buy low. Yeah, but you can't. So high because he's hurt. Yeah. The thing is, once he comes back, you have him 
who's like, you know, he's respected. He's plays really well. Maybe him and Russell Westbrook bring you in someone huge to play with LeBron, who's a lot younger and a lot less injury prone. It's a long stretch, but at the same time, you got to think about it as like the Lakers, do they want to keep him and then just have him keep being injured or while he's still up there, NBA champion, one of the best centers, blah, blah, blah. Power forwards, do do do. Sell say, them now. He, Sell he them now. Center position. Sell them now while you can, and then you can get something huge back for them. Yeah, you get like a bunch of young players. Or young players, like young dominant players, or um, even some picks. I mean, picks too, but I don't think they would go for picks because they're in more like a win now situation, and it's nice. That's why they got all these old people. It's kind of like, kind of like the L.A. Rams. Rams yeah, are like a win now, now, a win now situation. Same with the Lakers, who you know is the like using an example is like the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. They have their draft picks. They will they could trade away like if they had a you know like someone big like that, they would trade them away for draft capital and just keep building. But the Lakers have been high up for three years and they want to go back down in that ditch. Mm-hmm. Lakers fans are nuts. But uh, we're going to start off with the weekly games to look out for. Uh, we'll finish it out. Um, hold on. I think this is the first game I'm going to call out just finished, um, which was the Suns at Mavs. I think that would be a good game to look out for, but I'm pretty sure it's over. Yeah, Suns beat the Mavs 109-101. Um, if you want to catch the – Warriors and Pacers, you can. That Warriors are gonna win that. I don't know. Pacers been playing a little bit of scrap ball lately. Pacers still stink. Warriors are gonna win that. <laughs> All Explain right. me who's gonna stop Steph Curry and Clay Thompson? Nobody. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they've had a couple off game. I mean, everybody doesn't play their best. You know, there's a couple games still off game. But um, who's gonna stop Clay Thompson and Steph Curry? Nobody. Well, Curry's been playing high, but. Clay's just been. Clay's slowly coming back. Like you can he's, see it's him. gonna take him a while. Like but the thing about it is, is he might hit his stride when they are in the playoffs, which is gonna be lethal. Because you know he said he'll miss hundred shots and still shoot the ball. You know he isn't scared. Um, even if he gets into a little slump. Um, for the Friday game, I'm gonna do Clippers at 76ers. It's a good game to look out for. See the Clippers play the 76ers. And there wasn't. There isn't a lot of variety for that day either. And then for Saturday, Kings at Bucks. Yeah, Bucks are going to win that. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who but, puts the Kings? Don't pick the Kings to win. Hold on. There I could be a chance that the Kings could. There's only upset. three games. There's only three games this, this day, too. There's the Thunder at the Cavs, Kings at the Bucks, and Pacers at the Suns. So I, I feel like that. Would okay, be well, I'm pick, game. what were the games? Thunder, Cavs, I'm Kings at Bucks. And who was the other one? Pacers at Suns, and the Suns. I'm taking the take Suns that too. And then I can't think of anything else. Yeah, that's the only three games on for that day. So that one's the one that you can like look out for, but. The Cavs game will be on NBA TV unless you're in the Pittsburgh area, which you won't be able to watch it, which is so annoying because it's always blacked out. Yeah, they always black out. Like I never games. I never get to watch, you know, those freaking Cavs games. It's annoying. 
Well, especially when they're NBA TV. No, NBA TV sometimes isn't blacked out. Though. It's always blacked out for Cleveland games, never for anything else. Like I try to get the game pass so I can watch the Cavs games all the time. And it's like, well, uh, unfortunately, you live in PA, and it's blacked, it's blacked out in this out. area. Like, wow, I want to spend $100. You make $100, and you can't get me Cavs games. Okay. Well, it blacked out, though. I tried to watch the Charlotte Hornets play because I wanted to watch LaMelo Ball play, and it blacked out. Yeah, it's so annoying. Only with the Cavs, though. No one else. Only if the Cavs are playing, it'll happen. No one else. Okay, and then for the Sunday game, I think this will be a good one. Jazz at Warriors. Um, Jazz got to figure out a pace, and the Warriors got to keep heating up and get I heard play back Donovan in. Mitchell, if he was going to leave Utah, he's going to go to New York or Miami. Yeah, he might go to a – I personally don't care. Um, I like Donovan Mitchell, so I'll root for the Jazz, but I'm just a Donovan Mitchell fan. I'm not – I mean, the Jazz – I wouldn't mind seeing him in New York next to uh... – R.J. Barrett. I wouldn't mind seeing him in Brooklyn. Hell no. That'd be beautiful. I do not want to see that. Actually, I do not <laughs> want to see that. Why not? I'd rather see him in New York. I want to see the two New York teams try to and go. Why not see him in South Beach? Nah, not really. Cause Tyler Harrow, I think, should get more playing time. Tyler Hero is probably going to be a first way ticket out of there soon. Unless, uh, unless, um, what you want to call it, they trade him, like use him as trade bait to get the Jazz to get Donovan Mitchell out of there. And then who's stepping in Tyler Hero's way? They could blossom in Salt Lake and be a star. Who knows? I mean, he is a star, but like a superstar. Kind of like Donovan Mitchell. I think it would be a good game to watch out for. Uh, Monday night, I said the Knicks at Cavs. Knicks are streaking. The Cavs have been trying to get back. Uh, they're Utah like two games. Their streak. They're 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 like two games behind first place in the East. The East is really knotted up right now. Where are the Bulls at? I think they're at one. Where's Brooklyn? Two. Okay then. Philly. I mean, I think it's my Miami's up there. Um. Miami, Philadelphia, the Bucks, and then it's the Cavs. Not in that any specific order after that. I just know that those guys are above the Cavs. Mm-hmm. And the Hornets are under us. Um, and then Tuesday, I think Lakers at Nets. I'm going Nets. I don't know if I would. It's at Nets. Oh. So no, I'll probably I'll probably still go with the Nets because the Lakers suck. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Lakers just need to find out what's wrong with them. Like they need to fix their problems. They can't. They can't. They they don't have any control over anything, and it's just very poor coach team. So I'm gonna go with Nets on that one. Then the last and final game for the week Wednesday. Um, keep an eye out for the Bucks versus the Cavs. Like I'm I've said, Bucks. Like uh, I said, I've I I want to see like proof. I think this will be a good game for proof. Give me the Cavs over them. Um, so that'll complete our uh, episode eight for today. Uh, make sure uh, you guys go for our Instagram, sans.sports, sns.sports, um, on Instagram, um, in the bio, you can find our links or whatever to follow us on our personal Instagram accounts or whatever. Um, well, with that being said, uh, have a great night guys. And, uh, I'm Sal Mara signing out. I'm Sammy Gus signing out. Peace. Thank you.